Welcome to Sweet Kicks with Bricks, the show which helps you decide if a game is worth spending your hard-earned money on or a try before you buy. Now here's your host, Barry Ricks. Hey guys, welcome to Sweet Kicks with Bricks. I am your host, Barry Ricks, and today's Kickstarter highlight is Quad Heroes. And I have the mastermind behind the game. I have a Ryan with me today. How's it going, Ryan? I'm doing great. Thanks great. for asking. Yeah, great for thanks for coming on the show. Uh why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about more who you are? Uh I I'm Ryan Eiler, uh design quad heroes. Um not sure what to say. I, I'm a graphic designer and animator by trade, and uh designing games is kind of a fun sideline, hopefully to become more. But uh I live in Ottawa, Canada. Uh currently buried in snow. Hey, there you go. <laughs> so, so you are venturing into the board game industry. Is it Quad Heroes the first game you've worked on? Uh, yes, it's the first uh, board game project I've worked on. I've done some mobile game kind of stuff in the past, but uh, yeah, this is my uh, my first board game project that I've gotten this far. That, well, that's exciting, and you know, be, being on Kickstarter and venturing into the Kickstarter realm for the first time could be a you know, uh, all sorts of interesting stress levels, I imagine. Uh, but what, let's talk about Quad Heroes. What What is it, and what can people expect from it? Uh, Quad Heroes is a really interesting thing, and it's kind of hard to describe uh, in terms of other games. I've been asked this question a number of times, and I still don't have a really succinct answer. But essentially, it's uh, it's a bit like a platform video game in the sense that there's all kinds of moving things and stuff is happening, and you're kind of navigating through that world, uh, trying to complete uh, different objectives. Um, it's a scenario-based game uh, which focuses on the uh, cube-shaped game pieces, uh, which are characters, and you assign a different action to each face, a different type of movement to each face of the cube. And when you move on your turn, you're tumbling your character over onto a new face and performing that action. Uh, that's essentially, uh, the sort of what the engine that makes Quad Heroes tick is that, uh, what I call a tumble mechanic. Um, but it, it really is uh, a game system that kind of has, uh, really limitless ways to play it. And, uh, we've got quite a number of, of stuff, of scenarios developed that, uh, kind of exploit all of uh, many of the possibilities. Definitely. And, I mean, I I looked at Quad Heroes and I saw it, and it, I mean, it is so unique in its own way on how, like you said, the you know the the tumble mechanics or you know working with the, you know, essentially diced shaped characters to uh, be able to do different things on each side and how that plays with different games. So when you're playing the game, is will there were their actions be the same? T- thing each time on each side or does that change up each each game uh at the start of the game you uh you assign there there are five base actions that all characters share um it, there's jump tumble slide diagonal slide uh and dash and the sixth face is a q power which is unique to the character however as you go through the game some of those uh skills upgrade and change uh, and you can always assign them to any face of your character every game. And throughout the game, you can sort of switch up what's assigned to each face. But essentially, uh, there really are those five core actions, which which don't change. They, they're assigned differently, but some of them have a flip side. So 
depending on the the upgrade choices you make, you're going to have some special uh, unique ability to your character on with one of those powers. But the variability comes with um, the upgrade choices you make and where you assign them. Um, there there are possibilities to to do completely different things with each face, but we're going to explore that in, in an expansion. Okay, that's cool. So. What is the overall objective of the game uh, when you're playing? Uh, that depends on your scenario. Uh, it really isn't the same with any scenario. So just pick, I'll just pick one. Uh, so one of the ones that we've been exploring mostly with the videos that you've seen um, is a quest scenario where, where basically players are competing to um, pick up and deliver various quest items. And they're sort of fighting over them. So one of the, the important things about Quad Heroes is the player versus player aspect. It really is, uh, in its core, in many of the scenarios, a, a player versus player experience where you're competing with other players uh, for the same objectives and, and you're also able to affect other players directly. Uh, so you can push them into pits and uh, you know block their path and uh, just generally mess mess around with their their plans um and in that regard um like that that really is is a core part of the experience uh, so regardless of whether you're doing a, a team-based game where you're uh playing capture the flag or you're herding sheep or uh whatever there, there's sort of that core um experience sort of goes along with each of those uh those scenarios well that's cool and so each you know you can essentially play a different game each time. How many different uh, quests or scenarios are there that you are able to play? Uh, well, at this point, uh, that have actually been developed, um, like fully developed, there are about 15. Uh, although prior to going to print, we we're going to have at least twice that number. Um, I, I really, and, and one of the things that we hadn't really um, fully fleshed out before the, uh, the Kickstarter went live was the concept of a uh, a campaign, and that, right. that's something we're work. That's something we're working on, with a particular emphasis to solo play. Uh, but the more we we continue to work on it here be- behind the scenes, the more it makes sense to apply that to the the multiplayer experience as well. Particularly as as a first, I don't know if you have you played Mechs versus Minions. No, but I really want to. I I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, so Mechs versus Minions starts off. Uh, in a way that teaches you how to play the game step by step through kind of a like a tutorial, <laughs> yeah, like a tutorial campaign, right? Um, where it's not introducing you the whole game in the first shot. And and one of the the things that we've heard from playtesters uh, over the last uh, three years or so is that it would be nice to be introduced to concepts more gradually. Uh, and and it's something we'd planned all along, but I never really considered it to be something that I wanted to do as a as a campaign uh, tutorial style thing, it would just be here's here's the way to set up the game for a first game, and then after that you'll use the full rules kind of thing, which is how many games treat uh, uh, the first play experience. But I really like the idea of say a five uh, five scenario um, tutorial quest where you're introduced to each concept in stage. Because one of the things about Quad Heroes is while the rules are r- relatively simple. The core mechanic is challenging for some players, and not most, but certainly a percentage of players, to wrap their head around, right? If you don't have really uh, keen spatial intelligence, right. uh, it can be kind of tricky. So 
it makes sense to introduce that concept first and then add in some of the other aspects like cards and upgrades uh, in subsequent missions. Yeah, so the game, the, the rules are simple, but the complexity that you can add in strategy and other things can get pretty deep. Yeah, I mean, it's it it looks like if, if you look at the artwork, in fact, some of our backers have commented, I can't wait to play this with my kids right. and my grandkids, that kind of thing. And the artwork suggests that it's a game for kids. And while that is the case, children who I play with, my own kids, uh, really love the game. But uh, this is a game with some depth. And I, I, I play games like Magic for years, and, uh, and I love uh, games with deep strategy. And this game, while it's not a heavy game by any means, I would place it kind of somewhere in, in the medium weight range. Yeah, in the range. Mi- in, in, mid-range. Yeah, because it, it, it's... Ex- Accessible. You don't have to play with a lot of thought behind it, but but you really can. And the way that the cards work, they really give you lots of options. And it, while I mean the objective has been to reduce downtime between turns and to make each player's turn uh, go quite quickly, um, you really can spend some time thinking. Uh, although um, that typically doesn't happen once you've played it a few times. Uh, turns last less than a minute per player. Right. Yeah, and that and that's typical when you. You know, when you're first playing, you know, trying to get used to everything. But once you've played it a few times, it, you know, quicker pace. But uh, as you say on the campaign, I mean, the game is you put the age range of of ten plus, so it's not necessarily a kid game, but you can kind of get your uh, your preteens in there, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it it there's a lot of visual elements in particular and concepts that excite kids, um, and the the actual core gameplay I, I think is really attractive to a, a huge a broad audience i mean i hope that that's the case um and the campaign seems to be indicating that but um we shall see yeah and speaking of the campaign and and the interest that people have in it as of today you guys still have about 15 days left to go set set to end on march 3rd so at the beginning of march and you guys are well over successfully funded so congratulations yeah, thanks. I mean, this, uh, I don't know if you're aware, this is actually our second time trying to launch this game. This is a relaunch. Yes, I, uh, I did know that. Yeah, so, I mean, the first campaign was really uh, poorly timed, but I, I expected that when we relaunched this time that uh, we would have a much better start, and that, that really has uh, borne out, and I'm delighted with that. I mean, I hope that we can continue to uh, to keep uh keep growing yeah definitely well and you guys have a, a good hefty set of backers too you have you have one shy of 18 you know 1800 people right now which is you know that's a that's a good chunk of people and and like we said you guys are uh, like 300 percent funded right now and yep. that's exciting and you've unlocked a ton of stretch goals and and you're, so there's a lot of extra content that we can be expecting uh, with Quad Heroes and all that. So it's exciting. And obviously, people see the unique, like, you know, like what drew me to it is the unique gameplay of it. And just the, and then of course, you know, like you said, the kids, kids enjoy the art, but I like the art too. I think it's a, mm-hmm. it's very inviting and very fun. Uh, it, you know, catches, catches your eye immediately, definitely. So, I mean, we know that the game is being made and that, you know, you have all those extra stretch goals and everything, but when when it, do you hope to have the game out to the backers when the campaign ends? Uh, the objective is November of 2017. Um, that should be reachable, according to my manufacturer. Uh, um, 
but like all Kickstarter campaigns, uh, there's no guarantee that everything is going to go perfectly smoothly. Right. There's always, there's always a possible I'm, I'm, bump here and there. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm really hopeful that we'll deliver this year and, uh, I, I think it's possible. I, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Uh, the fact that this campaign is successful means that we can do more and, uh, we've got great plans for, uh, season two i'm saying that in quotes uh, <laughs> uh because people have been asking for uh, a fully cooperative version and it's something that we've been thinking about f- for the last couple of years and uh this will give us a chance to to do that definitely and and the success of quad heroes and not only will it allow you to make more games and expansions and so forth but also like you said this is your first venture into board gaming and maybe this will be the success of this will allow you to eventually do it full-time essentially right yeah i mean that's that really is my objective uh i would love to fall in the footsteps of some of the other uh creators out there who've who've managed to do that and uh i mean i i love my day job uh but games developing games strictly board games uh pushes all of my buttons in in a, in a way that uh i would like to keep doing it so hopefully Definitely. hopefully that works out yeah, that's awesome. Well, Ryan, thanks for taking time, obviously, out of your busy schedule to come on the show today to to tell us about Quad Heroes, and congratulations on the success that you've had. Thanks so much, Barry. All right, and thank you to Dan Patrice. He's Dan, the board game man. He helped create the intro and outro for the show, and you can find him at the Geek All-Stars. And this is Barry Ricks reminding you to back your projects wisely. Thanks for listening to Sweet Kicks with Bricks. If you'd like to mail the show, send any questions, comments, or interview requests to sweetkickswithbricks at gmail.com. Sweet Kicks with Bricks is a Closet Geek Studios production. For more information on the Closet Geek, please head to closetgeek.net.